We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jack Ramsey's Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague. It is a special edition. It's off-season, so it's August. It's content. But wait, no. We actually have Jabari Walker, uh, a recent Portland Trailblazers draft pick, rookie pick. And, of course, the dogs are going to bark right as I get going. This That's, that's how this is going to go. Uh, but Jabari, <laughs> man, thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, fresh off Summer League, back in town. We're here August. Let's see the date. August 30th now. Uh, when we last talked, you had talked about getting into town at the beginning of September, and you are back in town and ready to go. How are you doing, man? Yeah, uh, yeah, I've been here for a minute. I, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, but, yeah, just like we talked about, just kind of getting out here early so um, I could test the waters a little bit, work on my game, and just get familiar with everybody. You you tested the early waters. You you just You just finished closing on a house, making the – the move permanent to Portland. How is that transition in life being? Because it's one thing to get drafted. It's another thing to go summer league. This is like another, a box that you tick in that now it's, it becomes a little bit more real each step that you take. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I just went by to look at it for the first time today. And um, well, my mom was kind of involved in the whole process and I just let her take care of it. So when I, I seen it, I was like, wow, like it's actually kicking in. Um, like I, I have a place now. So it, it still didn't feel real. I'm like, no, this has to be my mom's. Like it can't be under my name. But when it just finally processed, I'm like, wow, it's, it's, it's a dream goal. So, yeah, it's, it's just like a big step in life. Like besides the basketball part of it, it's just an amazing to accomplish something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, there's no better feeling in the world. So congrats to you, Jabari, man. It's a big step for you. I, I, I am curious, though, to kind of incorporate the basketball side of this. You know, you come in, a lot of people aren't sure what to expect. You have a big summer. And look, not that you're someone that's lacking in confidence, but I'm curious what having a good summer league maybe helped you with or, or did for you just confidence-wise coming into your rookie campaign. Yeah, right. It just kind of showed me that I wasn't crazy with thinking that I was a little slept on in certain areas. Um, I was just kind of confused on why I got overlooked so so much. And, you know, there was no answers yet. So just being able to go out there and, and compete early against guys that are picked before me and um, just, yeah, just to show showcase some of the things that I could provide. It was, it was kind of like a relief. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not to be overlooked. Like I'm, I'm not 
um, I don't know how to explain it. Like I'm, I'm up there with the best of them in this in this draft class. It just, I just woke up a lot of people. I feel like, and that that was great. I mean, you can say it with your chest. I mean, you, mm. you you've you've ticked boxes. That's that's kind of what you've done along this process. Is you have figured out. I I know my worth. I know my value. But mm. walk me through the. The process for you, and you, like you said, like you feel like you were slept on because uh, talking to draft folks coming into the draft, I had heard that you were going to be right around 35 to 40, right back into the, the first round. Mm-hmm. Draft night happens, and you're the second to last pick. How does that, in your head, how does that go for you? Yeah, um, and even, yeah, I know you heard that, but with some teams, I was even – talking in the later first round area and there was there was a lot of talk like after workouts say yeah we're really interested in talking with the agents so i didn't know what range i you know when some of the first round names were called i kind of saw myself in that area just from the interest that i got so my range was was very far i, I realized it could be from anywhere starting to like the 20s to all the way to the 40s but when it got past the 40s I, it, it kind of got a little nerve-wracking. I was like, okay, well, I didn't expect this. And then I just didn't know what, what the uh, deal was when my name just kept getting passed up. And uh, I just saw certain names where I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I didn't expect that person to go over me. And I, I just kind of let it go. And I was like, man, at this point, it doesn't even matter if I get drafted or not. I'm, I'm just putting my head down and show everybody that, like, I feel overlooked. So, yeah. I got to ask you on this point. So – Former Trailblazer, C.J. McCollum, was passed on by the Sacramento Kings after they told him they were going to take him. He's, he's, he's talked about this. And one of the things that he always said is that he had something special for Sacramento every time. Have you? Are, are you one of those guys that's, like, written down every name kind of taken in front of you or every team that passed on you? Like, this is going on – like, you're moving into your new place and this is going on the wall. This is, this is the kind of thing, like, this is the motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely do have a couple of those, but it's like I went so so late in the drafts. It's pretty much everybody everybody that got drafted, you know, whenever I match up against them. It's not a hard list to make. Like, oh, this guy got drafted in front of me. And everybody got drafted in front of me. <laughs> you, got so, one, you got one guy behind you, so it's right. easier to remember that one name. Exactly. So at this point, it's not even a list. It's just a mentality type of thing. So every night I just want to showcase and I just want to make it a, a piece of me, like my personality and showing up every game. So it's on yeah, site not, the whole draft class. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. I, I, I think it's interesting too. Like you had such a good summer league and, and mm-hmm. for, for people like us, we're watching you and we see this kind of complete game and you're playing consistently and we're excited. And I'm curious for yourself or maybe even with the coaches too, what was mm-hmm. something from summer league that you kind of took away despite good play where you said, I can get better here. Like, was there one specific area or a couple of things that you really hammered home from the experience that you've, you've tried to bring to the game this offseason to get ready for? Yeah, just like some of the reads and like not being so robotical sometimes. Like, there's still room for me to learn how to cut and get certain players open. Like, and nothing I really did was just super ball dominant. It's all things I feel like I can apply to, you know, playing with all the vets. So I'm happy about that, but I think I just want to add more to it. Like now I'm even practicing a little bit with Dame. It's just like, how do you get this man open? He's so efficient and he can he shoots at such a high rate. 
and Anthony Simmons, those are guys you have to get open. So just just learning how to create distractions and confusion and, you know, knock down the shots when I'm open, just stuff like that. I'm, I'm still getting the hang of it. Is there is there a player for you, Jabari, um, comp-wise or something? Have you, have you and, and I'm sure your dad maybe could help with this too, is there a player comp-wise that if you could say this could be my role in terms of what somebody has brought to a team in the past that you kind of look at and say, hey, this guy fit in really well when he was in this situation. Is there a comp? that you're kind of looking at in terms of what you're aiming to do for the team this year? Yeah, well, this year, I didn't really think think about it as in like a system or like a this year type of thing when, when I usually got asked that question. So I would say something like Tobias Harris, just like a guy that was super efficient, um, you know, attacked the basket, very skilled. But I also know that he he is he worked on his game and where he's at now is a little different than where he started off. So um, I don't really have a complete name in mind. The more I'm learning my role, uh, I'm still looking at guys like that. But just as far as skill set, maybe a guy like Tobias Harris and then just provide whatever's needed from me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One of the things that I don't think people realize, because, again, you were 57th in the draft. Colorado's not – let's be honest. The Pac-12 outside of Arizona wasn't getting a lot of love this year. But you were one of the leading scorers in the conference. You're a leading rebounder in the conference. You, it wasn't like you were a guy that was like, well, this is kind of a project guy. This is a young guy that we're looking at. Or, like, you stepped into a role at Colorado that allowed you to be more on ball – but you also you've you've been very public about this in the lead up to summer league, the role that your father played, and how understanding your role. Yet it was funny because I remember day one before uh, practice, before you guys went down to summer league, you were the most wide-eyed guy in the room. Mm-hmm. What has that process been like for you from day one at practice? That chance, like, oh crap, I'm in the NBA. To mm-hmm. that first half against Detroit, because that was the only time. It, in summer league, where I saw where you weren't the most confident guy on the floor. What was that process like for you to work through those first 20 minutes into what we saw the rest of summer league? Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a bunch of film, a bunch of talks. Like, it's, it's just crazy. But then when it kind of kicked in when I first got in, uh, you know, I got like a putback or I did something pretty small. And I'm like, oh, this it's the same game, you know. 
I can get open the same ways. It's actually easier in some areas just because they're focused on certain guys that I could just slip here. That, you know, there's more spacing. So I don't know. I think I just kind of picked up on it kind of quick and I, I got out my own head. Uh, and once I seen the ball go through the net a little bit and I started making some plays defensively, I just I just ran with the energy and yeah, just, just kept going. I'm curious, you know, Danny alluded to a little bit there. Um, I, I do want to kind of visit that draft process because you're right. I mean, you were such a good player in college. And I'm, I'm curious why you think maybe teams passed you up. There seems to be something with the Pac-12 where it seems like the conference maybe doesn't get that respect. And why do people continue to sleep on Tad Boyle? I, I mean, that's a dude that never gets talked about in college basketball. He's done nothing but win and be successful at Colorado. And you're one of many players now going on to the NBA from his program. And I'm curious why people don't give him a little more respect with player development and helping guys take that lead. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm not, you know, that's a great, that's a great point. And I know the last couple guys that he, he had produced were did stay four years and it's more, it's more seen as like a, a longer, long run type of process. Like it takes guys that are not highly recruited as much sometimes and has turned them into pros just because of the system. And I don't know if because I left in two years, if, you know, the, the needing to stay four years kind of mentality was, was seen as that, or I, I don't, I don't know what it was. I still haven't had answers to this day, but I will say that a couple of teams that did pass up on me, um, I won't name names, but I, I will say I've had feedback where it's like, man, we didn't, we didn't know you can do that. Or like some, like somebody even apologized to me and said, like, we're sorry. Like, and I'm just like, it's, it's already starting and this is the beginning of it in summer league. So later on in my career, I want more of that where it's like, man, we passed up on you. Oh, so, man. How much would I have to pay you, Jabari? <laughs> I, I want to know how much – I want to know, Danny, how much I got to pay this man to hear him tell the us list. the team that apologized <laughs> to him and said, hey, we're sorry, we screwed that up. Yeah, la later on, we'll have that conversation. <laughs> just, just, just like CJ. Just we'll, like we'll, CJ we'll, 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 we'll get to that for sure. But I want to yeah. talk about some teams that did pass up on you because – so I'm going to frame this in the sense of when I was down in Vegas, the – talking to whether it was to media whether it was to uh veteran players who were down there watching or mm -hmm. other league execs the thing that they all said about you was that you were ready and you were smarter than everybody else and that doesn't necessarily mean you're the smartest guy on the floor but you're smarter in your role and they yeah. kept saying it over and over and the thing that was like, stood out to me when i watched you was i have and i mean this wholeheartedly i have never seen a player adapt to an off-ball role in summer league better than you did this year. In the 10 years that I've been covering the league and gone down there, the way you did it, and this is, I, I've got I've got some numbers here that were kind of mind-blowing. These are mm -hmm. the guys that were taken above you. Ballo, Ben Carroll, Chet Holmgren, mm -hmm. Jabari Smith, Keegan Murray. Those are the power forwards, the fours, the, the big-bodied apex wings that were the marquee guys of this class. I don't know if you've seen this, but where you stand up, or and I'll, I'll drop this in the notes for everybody else to see this, mm -hmm. you are first, second, or third, and you're first in almost every category when it comes to your true shooting percentage, every stat per, thir per 36, your rebound rate was the best at Summer mm -hmm. League, your net rating was the best, your PER and your win shares. Mm -hmm. All of this goes with one of the lowest usage rates at Summer League for guys who were played real minutes. Wow. 
when you go through that, for for example, Paolo, just as a head-to-head, your usage rate was under 18%, which is a, that's a solid, a plus role player rate, and probably Tobias before Tobias Harris before he got to Philadelphia. That, mm-hmm. that that's the little eased back a little bit more. Yeah. But Bankero was at almost at 33%, almost double double your usage, and yet your scoring ability, your rebounding ability, your defensive ability, your net rating measured um, up or surpassed or beat him and every other guy on this list. Yeah, no, that's that's huge. And that's, that, that's the game right there, you know? How can I be just as impactful, if not more impactful, without needing the ball in my hands? Like, you know? It's, that's that's what I try to focus on, and that's crazy that there's numbers that go up there and show that. That's huge. How do you? Oh, I'm gonna I wanna get this one real quick, man. Yeah, the, yeah. There's, I all the time, you hear about players in the NBA, and I know you can't speak to being in the NBA yet because you haven't been there. But the transition mm-hmm. you're showing is is not common. Yeah. To do this, like you can go through the numbers, eh, it's summer league numbers, yeah, yeah, I know, but mm-hmm. it's still not common. But explain to me, anybody listening, basketball fans out there, when guys say, oh, I wish Damian Lillard ran off the ball more. But that's not a part of his game. That's not what he does. That's not what got him to the NBA. How do you, as a guy who, forgive me for saying this, but you're, you're an alpha-level personality. You don't make it to the NBA not believing yourself. You have a healthy amount of belief and ego. Yeah. How do you get to that point where you go, I'm going to be a hell of a role player. Yeah. How do you get to that mentally? No, that's a that's a great, great question, actually. And the thing is, it, it was just kind of instilled in me because I had to learn that at such a young age. Like, I was, I was, I don't know how old I was, but I think it clicked my junior year when I went over to Compass Prep. And I was like, man, okay, I know I'm better than a bunch of some of these guys, you know. But there are just certain guys that were destined to have the ball in their hands. And was I frustrated at the time? It was high school. I was trying to get offers. Um, I was frustrated. I, I thought I wanted to be seen more, wanted to get more shots up. But just, you know, there were so many D1 players still to this day that are playing college right now that were on that team. And I had no offers. I wasn't ranked at the time, I don't think. So I just kind of went under the radar and even then came off the bench, uh, had to do the little things then. So that kind of transitioned into college and then to the next level. So just to answer your question, I, I kind of had to get used to that early. Whereas guys, you're going to see guys starting to have to play like how I'm playing in the NBA and it's going to shock them. Like, man, I'm used to having the ball in my hands. Well, it's like I, I'm kind of ahead in that area because I've never had a position to where I just had the ball in my hands and I had to make plays. Don't get me wrong. I can, I can do that. I trained for that. And I, like I've showcased bits and pieces of that. So my thing is, you know, start off with the little things, earn trust. And later on in your career, maybe you get promoted to, to a bigger role in, in, in certain aspects. Yeah, Jabari, how, how do you define a successful rookie season for yourself? Yeah. Um, just impact right away. Compliment our stars. Um, just keep those numbers. They 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 speak very highly of who I am as a player. Just continue to try to do those things, rebound, um, and just add to 
add to a winning team. Yeah, just whatever it takes to to help my team win, that's what I want to do. And if the numbers or the show it shows up that way for me, then that that would be successful. I, I got to derail here a little bit. A little little bit of sleuthing. You're a two K guy, right? Yeah, huge two K okay. guy. Now, when two K twenty three drops here, <laughs> is is Jabari Walker is 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 he going to be in the starting lineup for the Trailblazers? Uh, on Jabari Walker's system? Uh, oh, on my system? Yeah. Are those, are those rotations getting worked around a little bit? <laughs> that, that, that is a funny question you asked. Uh, um, yeah, when I'm playing against my friends, I might, I might have to do that. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'll tell you this. I thought about that, but yeah, I'm going I'm to have you to. got to start yourself, listen, man. I mean, Nas, Nas was very this. clear about this. Nas is like, oh, yeah, no, that young bull's going to ride. That, that's what Nas <laughs> told me his rookie year. And yeah. he, he also said, and I'll, I'll back him up on this, young Nas, even though he had, uh, I think he had a 70 rating his, wow. his rookie year, 70 or 71, he was actually kind of mm-hmm. nice Like because they, they gave him the nice jump shot and they made him athletic as hell. So what's, Wait, they, so they gave him a 70? Sorry, I mean, I'm moving yeah, around. Yeah, I got to no. grab my charger. No, I got you. Uh, I think he got a 70 his rookie year. It was just 70 or 71. I'll have to go back and double check. Do but, we know his rating yet, Danny? Do we no, know the, the ratings Jabari's are released. Yet? That's what okay. I was going to ask him. All right. What what is what is Jabari's Walker's rating before he's going to call? What, what what? How high does it have to be before you get Ronnie on the phone and start start yelling about ratings? <laughs> Man, and you said they're not released yet. They're, no. they're not released yet. That, yeah. Honestly, we should see them in the next two weeks. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. Yeah. I'm just. I wanted. I have some questions already. Like, does summer league take play? Like, take it into consideration. <laughs> yeah. They they take into all that they, consideration. They do weigh it. They, they update do weigh it. it. They yeah. do. So they yeah. give they you do? a little bit of love. Yep. Yep. Okay. Then, let's see. What what pick was Nas? Nas uh, was twenty first. Yeah. Right? Twenty one. He's twenty one, and he was a seventy. Yep. Man, there's no way you're a fifty. I mean, come on. They they can't right, stretch yeah, you that no, low. I, I, I guess it's sixty-five. You know, okay. I guess I I want to crack seventy. I really do. But if they they gave Nas a lot of athleticism, like his yeah. his, his Wait, he was supposed was to be a lottery pick. Yeah, we he, thought he was so going he was, lottery. He was way right. up there. Now they 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 did take away. Okay, here's the question though: Would you rather have your shooting be up or your finishing be up? Mm, in two K, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna choose I'm gonna choose my shooting. Gotta get, tough, gotta yeah. get those feet in the corner, right? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I'm definitely using Dame. Uh, I don't. I don't, need to be those pick and roll. I don't need to be around the rim like that. Yeah, not, not in this, not in 2K. I'm, I'm gonna be open in the corner. Use Dame, get around everybody, and kick it to me. Well, prior, prior to you being picked, I guess it could be a two parter because I'd assume at this point you're obviously gonna use your own team. But like prior to that, who was your team growing up, or who was the team you would go to in a, in a video game since, like? Was it just your dad, whoever your dad's team, your dad was playing for? That was your favorite team, or did you actually have a favorite team growing up watching the league? Uh, yeah, no, I was a huge LeBron fan. So pretty much like with my friends, we did like three randoms. So we would go through, we would randomize the picks, and then we from the three that three teams we got, we had to choose one. So if LeBron was on one of the random teams that I got, I was I was choosing that team. But mm-hmm. in the last few years my use has been milwaukee because of my teammates hate when i get get that because i don't play like i don't play 
fair. I I know you're, you're, you're spamming those rim runs. A glitch in the game, so I'm I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm using that, and they they get so mad. You know, we yell at each other, blah blah. I'm like I'm talking trash. You can't guard me. It's not literally me, but it's like yeah, I'm gonna use the. I'm gonna exploit the game. So we're not playing sim rules. Okay, I gotta keep that in mind. I gotta keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> so when somebody asks if somebody who hasn't seen you play during summer league they look at you and they go what what is your not not your outlook for this season this year because as a young guy on a team with a lot of veterans and even mm. in, even being not don't say necessarily thin but the depth isn't as as, as heavy at the, at the four position as at the guard position when you see yourself two years four years into your second contract what are when you're building your your vision wall or whatever whatever it is that you you use to kind of track stuff what what is it out there that you see as the first stepping stones to accomplishing that over the next two four or five years yeah um i think just learning from the vets like i'm i'm excited for jeremy grant to come in and just just watch how he works and just to pick up anything I can from him. And um, I think I just want to continue to go in and learn, watch film and set myself up for just to get a bigger role and to, um, you know, have a great career. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely just want to learn from my vets right now, honestly. Yeah. I know, Jabari, this is always a tough thing for a lot of players and a lot of players will talk about this, the transition from college basketball player to NBA player, one of the most underrated, but kind of big things is like diet. I'm curious as a young mm -hmm. player, cause young players will tell you all the time. Like some will say, yeah, I couldn't give up that candy right away. Or yeah, I'm still eating some fast food. Like Nas was talking about Nas that. Not Chipotle, long ago. Yep. Yeah. Chipotle. Like I'm curious as Jabari Walker transitioned to a, a different diet. Do you even think about something mm -hmm. like that? Do you kind of like where your playing weight is? How do you evaluate health sides of, of, of the game? Yeah, that that's what separates a pro versus like a college player or a high school player, little things like that. And it's been easier to adjust to things on the court than to even change my diet. And I'm I'm gonna be honest. My dad told me that's how it would be, and I'm still learning to do that. It's became more serious because there's professionals that are on top of you about that at this level. So, um, like I'm I'm in communication with the chef there and just. There, there's more things that allow you to change your diet now. And that's the biggest focus actually off the court right now is my diet. But in a lot of ways that that is one of the hardest things to, to transition into becoming a pro. Well, what, what is, let me follow that up then. Okay. So I love that you're already kind of talking to a chef, but if Jabari Walker is hungry and Jabari Walker's walking down the street, what is mm -hmm. the place that Jabari sees <laughs> it? He goes, Oh my God, walk away, walk away, walk away. What's the go-to spot yeah. if you had to. It's, it's really simple with me. It's honestly Panda Express. Like, Panda it was Express. funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. Chipotle orange, orange chicken and noodles, right? Like, that's all right. we're getting. Yeah. Right. And I I used to, it was funny as I thought it was healthy. So I talked to like, <laughs> our, I talked to like our strength coach and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Oh, Todd had to look at you sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just choose Panda. And then they're like, what? You, 
you think that's healthy? And I'm like, I, I had no idea. Like, I thought it was just right. I was eating it so consistently. I'm like, I thought this was good. I had the broccoli and beef or whatever, but it's not. It's not. So now I'm just learning what is truly healthy and what can I truly use and eat. Look, I'll, I'll just say this, Danny. I'll let you go. But I'll say this to that. We are big pans of panda here in my household. Mm-hmm. My kids love it. But, man, I just had the noodles and orange chicken on Friday, and I passed out at 8 p.m. There ain't nothing <laughs> healthy about me feeling that way after eating a basic meal. Listen, man, there's a difference between no, his metabolism and ours. Cherish it now, Jabari. Cherish it now, man. It fades no, about right, 30. Right. Man, that MSG kicked my ass, man. I was like, let's go. Right. <laughs> Right. No, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, so you're in Portland now. Everybody's getting ready. You guys are going to go to Santa Barbara for training camp. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Dame used to do this years ago, right? Took guys down to San Diego. It's kind of a bonding thing. With wow. With a, a new – here's the thing. The team hadn't really changed much over the last six mm-hmm. years until this past year. And so mm-hmm. you've got this new wave of, of players. You've got – a, a real change in the organization for the first time in seven years. And you were a part of that. Have you, have you had the opportunity to be around Ant, Nas, Dame, get on, get on the floor with them, get a few shots and just kind of mm-hmm. get a feel for like, these are my teammates. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, I didn't expect to do it this early, but everybody's so committed to get in to the gym this early. And from my understanding, this is not how it always was. So it just, kind of shows there's a different mentality this year and everybody's on board and everybody's committed to, you know, cutting from their summer plans to get in the gym as a group and bond together. It's important to play um, together to kind of fill each other out and everything. So, um, yeah, no, I definitely feel like I'm a part of something big and I could tell that everybody just has a different mentality. Like it's time to win. I feel like. Is, is have you been able to see is Shaden feeling better? Is he to a point where you've seen him put up shots like just to check in with a fellow rookie, you know, drafted the same class? I'm mm-hmm. curious how Shaden has looked if he's been able to play at all. Yeah, no, I'm I'm constantly around Shaden, but yeah, I always see him doing PT, uh, and his, his shoulder might actually come back stronger than what it was before, just with the way he's looking. But yeah. Um, He's pretty far along with his recovery now. I don't know when he's allowed to do physical contact, but it might be approaching pretty soon. But, yeah, he's conditioning, doing pretty much everything everyone else is doing, just not with the, the live stuff yet. But he, he looks really good. He looks really good. Okay, I can't let you get out of here without this. Have you have you undertaken your rookie duties at all yet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that's a common question. But <laughs> not not yet. Okay. The, the vets have kind of got on me about that a little bit. And, and, they, I, I and they laid out for what, what what needs to happen? They didn't. They didn't yet. They've okay. been a little ger- generous in that area. But I, I did joke back. I was like, nah, man, my vets are too nice. They're never going to make me do any any rookie duties. Don't I said that in front that. of them. They're like, nah. Don't believe They're that. Like, nah, nah <laughs> you're, you're screwed now. Don't you're believe screwed, that. man. Oh, man. They ain't going to let you off the hook. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, We'll get you out of here on that, man. We really appreciate you. Hopefully, we'll bring you back uh, either the All Star break or after the season. Check back in with you. Um, Want to wish you the best of luck. Uh, obviously, training camp and into the season. Congrats, uh, too, man. Congrats yeah. on making the kind of the active roster, the house. Like you're having a hell of a summer for yourself. That's that's kick ass. Yeah, De- definitely. Thank you. Well, hey, man. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, 
normally I'd say you want to plug anything, but you're not in media and you don't care about us in that, in that <laughs> way. So <laughs> that's perfect. So go out, enjoy the new house, uh, enjoy your, your, your newfound career and everything you work for, man. We really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, we'll check back in with you later. All right. Yeah, no, thank you. Why you say, why you say I'm not in media? Oh, they're saying you, you're not, you, you got something to plug, plug it. Uh, I mean, if anybody, if anybody wants to search me up, Jabari Walker on Instagram, uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty okay. much what I use right okay. now. Same thing on Twitter. Just Jabari, just Jabari Walker. Hey, so. you know what? Hold on. Let me just give me give you a clap. They, yeah. Jabari Walker, newly verified on Twitter. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. The blue check mark man. It's there. Got it's it. there. Are, are you verified on IG? I am. Yeah, I've okay. been verified on IG. Okay. Yeah. And Twitter's the hard one to get. Yeah, honestly, Instagram is probably the most important one, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, for a lot of reasons. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's the one I'm on. <laughs> All right, man. Well, take care. I'll catch you on some 2K, and we'll check in with you later. All right, brother. Okay, yeah. Let's talk more about that. Thank you. Right, take thanks, care, man. man. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.